It's okay. I can talk for you. Welcome, everybody, to the 17th episode of the Creek Hamster Podcast. My <coughs> name is Jonathan Reynolds. With me, as usual, are Craig and Skyler. We announced a couple weeks ago that we are splitting or we're switching up our... Uh, our podcast style. So instead of everybody bringing a random topic to uh, talk about, I have gone about finding a bunch of news articles that I thought uh, Craig, Skyler, and I would find interesting. Um, and Skyler found one, and we're just going to talk about all of those this week. So to start off, before we get into any of those, Craig just got back from Honduras. So Craig. I haven't even heard about Honduras yet off the podcast, so tell me, I guess I did over text a little bit, but tell me about how Honduras was. Um, <clears throat> the only time I had been out of the country outside of this was to Mexico, it was about 45 minutes out if I remember right, so I really hadn't experienced much outside of the U.S., <clears throat> let alone some somewhere so struck with poverty, so it was very... Um, eye-opening to see how many people were so happy with so little when I can get upset with such a small financial burden. So that's that's just one of the eye-opening things, but they they don't have a lot of things you would expect, well, honestly, people to have nowadays. Um, for example, they a lot of them don't have uh, actual sewage that can be, like, that functions properly. It just goes into a creek, basically. Oh, wow. <clears throat> but um, their septic tanks aren't designed to process toilet paper, so you can't flush it. You have to throw it in a trash can. Oh, really? And so they just have, like, trash cans full of oh. wiped toilet paper. Um, they A lot of times they can't even drink their water because it's, it's not just something that Americans get sick from. It's just totally unclean. So there's a lot of there's a lot of very weird things that, and not just weird but sad, uh, yeah. and I almost see it as tragic things going on in those people's lives. But <clears throat> basically, what we did was they had a clinic in a village, and mm-hmm. they didn't have a lot of space, so we added on a, a few rooms. Uh, not with a, we were only there a week, but we assisted in the process of adding on a few rooms. Did you work with prednisone? <clears throat> Pre, uh, it's, prednisone. It's uh, prednisone. Prednisone. Yeah. Okay. Prednisone <laughs> is a steroid you take. So yeah, that's good. There you go. Um, in the so we there's about 15 of us, and I'd say maybe five worked on the construction of the clinic, and then the rest of the group went to schools where they don't separate church and state, and they're totally allowed to have kids come in and just do like a vacation Bible school in the middle of class. Oh wow. So. That's awesome. <clears throat> yeah, we just. I went up to that a little bit, but uh, mainly it was the the girls that were on the trip that went and uh, just taught kids uh, with little skits, and it was really fun. Where in Honduras were you guys in Tegucigalpa, or <clears throat> Tegucigalpa is where the airport was, and then we drove about three and a half three and a half hours north to Catacamas. Uh, uh, is how it's okay. Okay. Yeah. When I was in Honduras, that's the area we stayed in as well. When I was a baby, was Tegucigalpa, uh, and we stayed with a family called the Duttons. I don't know if they're still there. Shout out to them. Yep. Shout out to the Duttons. If they're listening in Brazil or Honduras, not Brazil. Uh, one other thing I would tell you is, 
they they have problems that seem to just like escalate even more. So they have really bad like mosquitoes and they have diseases. Well, I guess the mosquitoes have come up with a new pretty much illness for humans where it feels like you have arthritis in the worst case ever for a, like a 24-hour period. Did you get that? No, but one of the interpreters did her last day there, and she, like, anytime she moved, she looked like she was going to cry. Oh, man. <coughs> hey, that's yeah. really cool that you got to go. Not that that person got stung by a, or bit by a mosquito and had arthritis for 24 hours, but that's <coughs> awesome that you were in Honduras for a week. Yeah, that's so cool. It was really yeah, nice So to overall, it was a good experience. Oh, uh, definitely. Yeah. Do you I also had one a, of the best mission trips you've been on? Um, yeah, I think it was probably one of the more productive ones because when we were in Mexico, we weren't, I mean, we were showing up and we were showing God's love, but it was, uh, as far as like what we did, it wasn't as beneficial, I don't sure. think. Sure. <clears throat> I also had a, a, a female approach me and offer me sex only to find out about three days later it was actually a dude. So I had Whoa. a, I had a he, she approach me for. Did you really? Yeah, we named we named it Pat because we didn't really know the gender. Well, that's and kind then, of a boy and a girl name. Exactly, it was an it. So no, that's not an it. It's just a <coughs> she. I think you just called no. a she at that point. It definitely wasn't a she because Cleet saw it in a t- in tight pants and he definitely saw male genitalia. <laughs> then so. it's a he. Then it's not an it. It's just a he dressed as a she. It was disgusting. Look, if you see a frog in a costume to be a dog. It's still a frog. Not if you don't see past the Okay, yeah, touche. Yeah. That's a pretty good costume, though. (laughs) Definitely. It has to be a sick dog costume. (laughs) Good Uh, good topic about frogs and dogs. Uh, Okay, so Honduras was good. Um, Did you... Did you get any disease (coughs) at all? No, I no, no malaria. Before I left, I before I left, I got sick, so I had been sick the whole time. Oh really? Yeah, <clears throat> and I still have a cough that hasn't gone away. Oh wow! Probably good. That's, it's only been like two weeks, so it's fine. Well, you already know. Skylar and I did the podcast without you last week. We actually talked about you on the podcast. No. Did we talk about him, or did we talk to him? If he was listening. Uh, a little bit of both. A little, a little bit of both. So you should, you should probably be our listener for last week, Craig. It was a short Yeah, one. sure. Clean. That one was only like the other. I can't minutes, see that you're shaking your head, Craig. I, I know. I want you to know I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to listen to it. Yeah. Yeah. Craig, Cleet was gone. We lost our listener last week. I know. Hi, Cleet. Welcome back. <laughs> He's probably still not. I don't think he listens to it. Hi, Cleet. <laughs> Hope the kids yeah. are okay. Tell him Uncle Johnny says hi. Oh, boy. We had... One of our kids was using a bathroom towards the end of the trip, and uh, he tried to dry his hands on toilet paper. Uh, not, I, I thought this kid was smart. I really would have given him more credit than that, but he tried that. Didn't go so well. He actually dropped the whole roll into the toilet, and then didn't tell anyone until about an hour after we left that restaurant. Just like, I dropped the whole roll in the toilet, and we're like, okay, good job, buddy. So someone had to go in there and get the toilet roll out of the toilet? I assume so, because I don't think... There's no way it could flush. And I think he even tried to flush it, which probably made it worse. So... Uh, to be He's, fair, I've dried my hands with toilet paper before. Have you? Yeah. 
But I, I have this thick stuff here. This good toilet paper. That I, this double ply. Dry your hands on it. What do you even mean? What do you mean, like, what do I mean? I don't know how to take wet. that any other way. Your hands are completely wet from washing them in the sink, so you yeah, dry them this off. Is, this is double ply. It's mint. Why would you think that's a good idea? Well, it's not a bad idea, is it? Actually, it, it, it soaks up. Have you seen the commercials for toilet paper? It holds up that baby elephant with the water. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? You know what I'm talking about. I see it on your face. No, oh, actually, I actually have no idea. Skylar knows what I'm saying. Why is the water purple? I don't know. But it, I bet I bet it holds normal water, too. Not just purple water. No, debatable. Next topic. Skylar. Why don't you... Skylar and I saw Mad Max last week. Skylar... Without me. Yeah, without Craig. Uh, Craig was Craig was in Honduras. Uh, Doing mission work for the Lord. But that's okay if you guys want to go see well, movies about murder and chaos. That's fine. At least you're not giving money to the people who came up with the movie for murder and chaos. Oh, wait. Anyway, hoi ho. <laughs> last week we said that you would do I actually wanted you to do a review for Jurassic World because I wanted to hear what you thought about it but you haven't seen it yet still so instead right now I want to hear your thoughts on Mad Max or you, how do you like it alright well for our listeners out there I won't do any spoilers but I will review this movie and then um, I'll do spoilers after me yeah. Craig has not uh, seen the movie will spoil it true he just works that way. Um, I was a little hesitant about watching this movie. I kind of stay away from rated R movies for the most part. Um, I was convinced to watch this, and it was said to be a really good movie. I gave it a really tough time before I went and watched it because I thought from the initial previews that it was going to be a terrible flop. Yeah, to be fair, the initial previews did look terrible. Yeah, and went and saw it, gave it a good shot, um, <clears throat> it was really an exciting movie for people who love an adrenaline pumping movie where there's just a ton of action, it was perfect, they did a good job keeping up with the story and not just making it one, like, just an action scene for the, fake, for the sake of an action scene, yeah. and so that was pretty cool, they did a lot of interesting stuff that I hadn't seen in movies, which was nice, because a lot of times people fall into that formula and they just get stuck, yeah. and they think, this is how you make a good movie, but this movie did kind of a throwback to some of their old Mad Max uh, qualities, and they just worked hard on it, and you could tell it was really cool. So if you had to give it a score, Jorjo, on a scale from 1 to 10, and you and I talked about this already, 10, what did you say your 10 movie was? Uh, Inception and the Batman most recent Batman movies so Inception and Batman Begins Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises that's that's an example of a 10 what's an example of your 1 that's the Leprechaun movies the Leprechaun movies or maybe my my number 1 would be like Baby Geniuses or uh, or as as a 10 right no as a 1 that's bad why what do you mean why Craig have you seen Baby Geniuses I've seen it Unfortunately, isn't that the one where they get superpowers? No. Oh, that's yeah, the yeah, second yeah. one. I don't know. This you one should watch just... the second one. That one's dead for sure. <laughs> this, <laughs> this one they just do backflips and <laughs> and fight people. The uh, a three on my scale would be <laughs> Son of the Mask. 
Just a mess. Wow, just a of three, you gave it a three? Oh, yeah. no, I'd give that a two at the most. Probably well, still. I'm trying to help people understand the scale. What's they a six? Know. Give me a six. A six. Transformers movies. Oh, whoa. Hold on. Which ones? Theirs are uh, all, they get progressively worse. So yeah, you can't all lock them together into one score. Okay, the most recent one with Mark, Mark Wahlberg. And the first that's one? That's a six? One? Yeah. No, that's what a three. The first one? That's a three. No, it was a, it, I would give it a four or five. First one moves up to a seven. Oh. I like uh, the first one. I would have given it, it an eight. I would have yeah. given it a six or seven as well. My skill's a little different. So. Okay. All right. Okay, so. Mad Max gets okay. also a solid seven. Just okay. because it is not something I could recommend to people. Because it has a lot of stuff in there that is not the best to be putting in your mind. But as far as people who are okay with that stuff and people that love action, it's a great movie. Yeah. There's no naked girls in it. No, there's some very large women that were uh, being pumped for milk, but... You didn't see anything. We did not see any nipples. Just the breastuses. Wait, are you... Is it milk for other humans to drink? Yes. Yeah, yeah I heard you get big off that stuff. Craig would know. He works at GNC. Are you yeah, shout out. Right now? There's a growth hormone in there. It really? was actually selling for a lot of money online. Women were selling it to bodybuilders. It's a good business. That's now hold on. super easy. <laughs> because I feel like we have talked about before the fact that we, I know one guy that can lactate. So can we get his milk and sell it on eBay? The growth hormone is in I feel like it's male's lactation. Yeah. Well, I doubt, I doubt that <laughs> men have milk at all. So I think that it's not fair it's to not say that milk. It's, be in there. It's different. It's not the same. Is it? If it's not milk, what's coming out? It's kind of the same as a man lactating. It's just something not right. Well, it is the same as a man lactating because it's a man lactating. I doubt it's milk. Well, yeah. what's it's there's something coming out of his nipple. What is it? Pus. Ooh. Oh. Gosh, oh. I just wanted to say something super gross. Ooh. Oh no. It could be right too. That's the sad part. Yeah, it could be. Who knows? Speaking of pus nipples, our next topic is the new. The new Spider-Man. This week they announced that uh, Tom... Nice segue. <laughs> Thanks, Horo. Tom Holland uh, has been picked to play the new Spider-Man. Now, we don't know much about him because we have not seen one of the few movies he was in. Uh, he's in... Oh, what is it? He was in... Impossible. The, the Impossible, which also stars Ewan McGregor. Um... And then he also was in um, Wolf Hall. Wolf Hall. He's coming out in a movie called Heart of the Sea, and he played on stage. Uh, in he's he's a British actor, so in Britain he played um, Billy Elliot, which is a musical. Um, so he's a he's a <coughs> dancer. He's very acrobatic. <coughs> so these are things we know about him. Craig, you're you're a resident superhero expert. What do you think just by looking at his picture? How do you feel? Uh, he looks like a skinny nerd. That's really exactly what they should go for with Spider-Man. He He's looks, supposed to be super super small. To me, he looks really young, like way younger than Andrew Garfield looked. Way yeah. younger than Tobey Maguire. And I think that's what they want is someone they can continue on with movies for. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. 
He, I believe he's 19 years old right now. That's what so, I heard, yeah. So he can... He looks 16 to me. <clears throat> I would have loved to have Miles, the black Spider-Man, uh, be David Glover and then have him in the movie. I don't care how old he is. It would have been phenomenal. Sure. <clears throat> you know who I'm talking about? The guy from Community? The, <laughs> yeah. The black guy? Yeah. I think that's Daniel Glover. <laughs> It's not, I think it's, what did I say? David Glover. I'm pretty sure it's David. It may be David Glover. But he, I guess, like, some sort of, well, I guess his fan base, like, did a picture of him as Spider-Man, and he was talking about how we'd love to do it, and he would do such a good job with the humor of Spider-Man. I don't think so. No way. In Community, he plays a stupid guy. That's You haven't heard his stand-up. His stand-up is phenomenal. It's on Netflix. You should listen to it. Does right. he play a stupid guy in community? He does play a very stupid guy in community. Jonathan no. is right. Troy, are you kidding me? Troy's an idiot. No, he's not. Yes, yes he is. He and Abed do good. They're smart. Yeah, no. Abed's the smart one, and Troy's yes. the dumb one. Right. How many episodes so. of community have you seen? Around 20, maybe 30. Okay. I've watched all the seasons except for what's on Yahoo. Maybe he gets progressively dumber, but I remember him being called to be a plumber. Yeah, he has a like a, a weird skill with plumbing, but he's not necessarily. It's in like, like a, in one or it's two like in Rain episodes. Man. He's good at counting. Yeah, he has that one thing, but the rest of him is dumb. I don't know. I was impressed with him. <clears throat> yeah. So this is my feeling about him is since I haven't seen him in anything, I don't know how to feel. What I've read is that his past roles have been very serious roles but that I don't think that precludes him from being able to do comedy however Marvel has stated that for the next movie there, there's two things they said that they want to explore about Spider-Man that they don't feel like has been adequately explored yet one they want to they want to explore Spider-Man while he's in high school they want him to be a high school student um, this time yep. around um, and two, they don't think that the humor part of Spider-Man has been explored particularly well, so they want to make sure it's funny. Oh, uh, gosh, yeah, the, it's been terrible. <laughs> it's been really bad. It was pretty tough with uh, Tobey Maguire. I like Tobey more than Andrew. Tobey was way better than Andrew Garfield. Yeah, I think you're the only one who likes Andrew. Maybe he was better, but I don't think he was good at the comedy. No, I agree with that. At all. But I don't think uh, Garfield Some of his either. taunting was good, but in... I mean, in Spider-Man 3, that's the last one I can remember, and it was all kinds of terrible. Nothing good came out of that movie. <laughs> that movie. <clears throat> but I remember in, like, Spider-Man, the first one, when he fights Green Goblin, Hold I think on. he has some pretty good taunts. Hold on. Spider-Man, let's do this. Spider-Man 3 versus Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, Sp Amazing Spider-Man 2 easily wins. I didn't like it, but Spider-Man 3 was one of the no. worst Spider-Man 3 all the way. I'd rather watch Elektra than No, no come on, no. don't hate on Elektra. There was only Spider-Man 3 was a good is... movie except no, for the part where he went emo. There was a it took you out of the movie. Oh. It was terrible. And that Green really Goblin did. rides a hoverboard and he wears a mask. He's like, "What's up, bro?" And then no, Sandman he, is a good off, guy. First off, he never says that. Second he off. says stupid stuff. And Sandman is a good guy, and he lets him get away. He's just like, I did this for my daughter. Bye. And you're like, <laughs> what is... Are you kidding me? They it were trying beautiful. to make superheroes real characters, Craig, and supervillains. No, it was too. the terrible. They were trying to make three-dimensional characters. Okay. And Venom was the worst... That was the worst uh, presentation of Venom I can imagine. I still think it was a better movie than... We're going to Rotten Tomatoes this. Spider-Man 3 versus... Amazing Spider-Man 2. Jorge, what do you think? Which one's going to be better? Uh, of course, Amazing Spider-Man 2. 
Okay, <laughs> Spider- definitely. There's no way. I already know the scores, actually. Spider Man 3, 63%. What? That's too high. Uh, though there are more characters and plot lines and the action sequences still dazzle, Spider-Man 3 nonetheless isn't quite as refined as the first two. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh dear, I spelled something wrong. Um, okay, 53%. Shoot. While right. the cast is outstanding and the special effects are top-notch, the latest installment of the Spidey Solver suffers from an unfocused narrative and an overabundance of characters. That's really similar synopsises, actually. It is very similar. That's really funny. Anyway, I'm all about, man, Spider-Man 3, way better than Amazing Spider-Man 2. That yep. movie was terrible. What did they say Amazing Spider-Man 2 was? 53. 53. It was 10. Wow. Less, I know. No way. I know. Yep. I'm going to Metacritic that after. <laughs> It'll be the same. I've <clears throat> already done this with several teenagers. Weird. Um, anyway, so, as far as the casting goes, you think that's okay? Well, I don't have an opinion, because I don't know the guy. He looks the part, so that's all I can say. What about having a British actor play Spider-Man? Uh, if he can do an American accent, then he's fine. What if he's, what if Peter Parker's from England? Hello, I'm Peter Parker. I'm I assume they wouldn't have him if he couldn't do an English accent, or an American, that is. Yeah. He'll be fine. <laughs> Very good. Jorge, you don't have an opinion on that, do you? No, I think it'll be interesting to see what they come up with. I'm glad they tried to go so original on this one, though. I like that they use people that nobody knows a whole lot about. Yeah. The director is also from the Very unknown, yeah. His movies that he's done so far are supposedly funny and good. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. Maybe they aren't funny, but they're good. Uh, the Spider-Man's first movie he's going to appear in is Civil War. So he will be in the n- first movie in Phase 3, coming out next year, beginning of next year. Is that an assumption still, or is that No, that's been confirmed announced. today, as, as of today. Oh. Kevin Feige confirmed that he will appear in Civil War. Probably sure. not the same role that he played in the Civil War comic book, because he was such a late addition. Um... So I suspect that he won't play that role. Also, in the movie, they're not fighting for the reason that same reason. They already yeah. announced the plot, so that can't be. Um, so that won't play as big a role, but he will be in there. Uh, <coughs> next topic, I wanted to talk about this article on Kotaku, <coughs> which reads this. Uh, it says. Pop quiz. You're in charge of a giant digital game store, and suddenly there's a controversy resolving, revolving around how and when people display the U.S. Confederate flag. And, of course, there's a huge uh, controversy right now on the Confederate flag. Do you have the First Amendment right to display the flag when um, it really offends a lot of people? But, okay, so... So, do you A, do nothing, B, assess all of your games on a case-by-case basis, or C, remove games that show the flag in any way? If you say C, you probably work for Apple, the mega corporation behind all things iOS. So, this is crazy to me, and I'm not even interested in the game aspect of this very much, but this was insane to me. There is a 
controversy out there about the <laughs> the Confederate flag, and Apple's response was to take away everything, including the American flag. So, so that's like that's like if they were to go into movie history, let's say, and removed every movie about the Civil War because it had the Confederate flag in it, or if they were to go into books and remove rifles for weighty and and that's not a good example, but they they uh, they removed all the Civil War books because it talked about the Confederate flag. That's absolutely crazy to me. That they would go in and remove every single game that even remotely has the, the Confederate flag in it. Do you guys... I don't know. Do you guys disagree with me at all? Do you think that, that Apple... <laughs> made the right decision to remove every single game that had the confederate flag in it. I wonder what their uh, end game is on that, whether it is truly to make a statement about that or whether it is just a uh, big way to get attention from the media. I don't think that one. As a media stunt. They don't seem to be making wise decisions right now which is odd for Apple that they're taking that stance, but they just lost a big lawsuit with Taylor Swift as well. I don't think they lost a lawsuit. They just had a... There was a blog correspondence between the two. I don't think okay. there was a lawsuit. Was there not? No, Taylor Swift just said, the, the way you're doing this one thing is really stupid, and Apple responded and said, you're right, we just changed it the next day. So. Okay. Whatever the case, it seems like they're not doing a great job representing themselves. They don't seem like a very reliable deal and I don't know who's in charge of that but they may not be for long with things like this yeah they're not communicating very things very well especially this last week um, I can't like I don't know I don't know how you sit in a boardroom meeting and say this idea out loud and people okay it yeah okay so there's a controversy about displaying the <laughs> confederate flag Therefore, we can't have any games that have to do with the Civil War. That's like trying to remove history. Right. That's yeah. That's insane. There's a difference between allowing games that have it as like a, a historical moment and games that would be like present day and you still have the Confederate flag. I think there is a happy middle where the Confederate flag shouldn't be flown anymore because it is a reminder of slavery and... If we want to have it, keep it in a museum. Let it be history. That's my thing. Mm. And if it's a reenactment of a civil war, okay, fine. It should be totally fine. If if someone, and maybe this is, you know, out of turn, but if most most of the people who are offended by it are black, so if a black person is offended by a Confederate flag in a game that's based on history, then they're just offended by history, and we get it. But they don't have to play the game. They're not like, they're also not, you know, displaying black people in a discriminative way on there. That's just not how those games are. It's just a, a way to, to play out history. Yeah. I can't imagine. I don't think that would ever happen. I don't think that ever a black person would be offended for, for anything accurately portraying the events of the Civil War. Um, and I don't think they would ever be mad at, at that. And if, if in order to do that more effectively, they included the Confederate flag. I don't think anybody would be offended by that. Well, I don't so think anyone is offended by that. I just... I saw something that made me upset. I don't know what friend of mine posted it <coughs> on Facebook, it, but it said, um, if this offends you and it has a picture of the Confederate flag, 
it says, well, this offends me, and it's two black guys with their pants halfway down, and it's just their boxer showing, basically. And so she, it's, she basically just, I think it was a girl, and I think she said, if we have to take down the flag, you have to pull up your pants. Like, targeting black people, or uh, not necessarily just black people, but, like, ghetto styles. It's a, just a ghetto style, honestly. Yeah. And I was just, <laughs> I saw that, and I was like, wow, one... I think the Confederate flag being up is stupid. I mean, my heritage probably goes back to us owning slaves at some point, and I still think it's stupid that we fly it. So, uh, it's not only black people that are offended, and also not only, or, you know, it's not only black people that have their pants down, but she purposely picked a picture of it that way, and I was just like, you're an idiot. So That is really stupid. I agree with that. I was, <coughs> I was trying to think of a joke about you and Skylar having your pants down, but then I couldn't think of one, so... I appreciate that. Insert joke about Skylar and Craig having their pants down here. I can tell a story about when we both had our pants down. Nope. Let's just say middle school was crazy. No, Craig. (laughs) (laughs) I only said it because I know I get a look out of Skylar. They'll look for him. He'll smile for you, but you know he's angry. It's a good look. So glad we took this topic very seriously. Moving on, Hololens. We all watched this video last week at E3. Microsoft unveiled, well, not unveiled. They'd already unveiled it, but they showed off their Hololens, and I thought that their presentation was super cool. At first, they had it. They they put on these glasses, and these glasses are augmented reality. They're not uh, virtual reality. So what that means is they they alter what you see already. They don't just introduce an entirely new set of visuals. They just alter what you're already seeing. So the, the example started, they had a guy sitting down and he was playing Minecraft, but using the glasses, it was as if he was playing it on a screen on the wall that was like 80 inches big or something. And I thought, that's okay, that's <coughs> cool, that's fine. That was okay to me, it didn't, it didn't appeal to me a lot, but then, he did something, and he was able to move that screen to the top of a table, and Minecraft became this top-down 3D virtual thing on top of like this coffee table where he could actually interact with it and move pieces around almost like Legos um, and do all kinds of stuff with it. And I thought that was so stinking cool. Like, I, I don't know... I don't know if I'm interested in Minecraft at all, uh, but I'm interested in that technology for 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 sure. Um, so I, my my question is this: One, are you all interested in that technology at all? Um, is that something that you would ever be interested in investing in? Was something that is augmented reality? And two, if you did invest in augmented reality. Uh, what would, what would be some things that you would want to see? What would be some features that you would want to see? What would be games that you would want to play? Or what else can you imagine you would do with it? Um. <coughs> um, I think the same one that we had sort of talked about through an RPG, like through Google Glasses, where wherever you go, it changes and it, get, it creates items based on where you are. Yeah. Um, monsters. Just something that is based on where you travel in the world. Yeah, that was on a previous podcast. Skyler <clears throat> talked about 
an RPG like that or a scary game where you turn off the lights and you through the through the glasses you see a monster chasing you in your house or something. That sounds so scary. Yeah, that would be interesting. I don't think I I don't know if they'll ever be able to create something that complex. My opinion. They is also that didn't think they'd ever make the internet, and then that happened. So. <laughs> yes, that's true. You did win there. I think they can do it if they can put Minecraft on a tabletop. That's a pretty good sign that they could probably do something like that. I think that it'd be cool for people who do like LARPing right now mm. to be able to get together in a group and share the same um, events. It has oh, to be projected differently for each person, but maybe to go on a quest together through the city. So you could you could go to the park with your LARPing friends, and then using the glasses, it could appear as if you're in some medieval city or something. Yeah, that would be awesome. That'd be or really cool. Not even a medieval city, right? Because that'd be virtual reality. But just to have creatures or characters walking around you, that you have to decide what to do with that scenario. I think that people would really enjoy that. What I keep thinking about is, what if they start filming first-person movies <clears throat> where you experience the story through the eyes of the protagonist? That would be cool. We just keep running into the issue of how do you move forward in the movie without running into your wall in yeah. your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. That is the their space. biggest barrier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good call. Because you're right. The space in the movie would have to... You have to, like, watch it outside in a field. Yeah. Or make it to where when you raise your hand, you move forward in that direction. Something that would, it would pull you out, but some people could get used to that. Some people would be totally fine with, I raise my hand this way to move this direction. This is how I turn, hmm. you know. I, I don't think that the process, I think the reason they showed off Minecraft is because I can't imagine that the processing power on something that small is very high. Um, so I don't think that high-tech games would be soon to come on those kinds of devices. I think that I think that you'd be getting a lot of, as far as graphic integrity, <coughs> graphical integrity goes, I think you would be getting a lot of games like uh, <coughs> iOS games or Android games type of thing. A good sign was, though, that his glasses and the glasses over the camera were both synced so that what he was seeing was showing up on the camera's glasses as well to where you could see it from that angle. So if you, Craig, and I were hanging out and we all had our our, uh, our glasses on, what do you think we should all be seeing at the same time? I don't know. It could be anything. A picture of Skyler when he straightened his hair. Yeah, that's good. We just... Oh, that's what I would do. I would transpose a picture of that over your face, so whenever I talk to you, it would just be so you with straightened see, hair. Wait, my face or Skylar's face? Skylar's face. Okay. So I thought you wanted to see two Skylars when you talk. <laughs> just put a Skylar's face on everyone's face. You're a Skylar, and you're a Skylar. <laughs> you wouldn't do a Skylar's Skylar. face you do with Lily and Ruby. Well, duh. Who doesn't want to see Lily and Ruby everywhere they go? Would you do it based on, like the gender of the person, so like if they were male they'd get Ruby, although you have two female dogs. I don't That's know, I mean I question, don't Craig. I'm not sure what you would do. Now did you start off that question aware that I had two you female had two dogs? Female dogs? Yes, I know okay. that Ruby and Lily are both female. Oh okay. Alright. 
Right. Yeah, it could really touch into the virtual reality world that all those books and movies have been talking about where yeah. if you get it interconnected in a network, then you could choose what you look like through other people's HoloLens. Sure. Like, for my, the way I want to look is this avatar. You know, my thing is I don't think that they'll become successful until the point that they stop becoming peripherals and start becoming their own individual product. And what that means is in order to run one right now, I bet it has to be connected to a computer or something. Or to operate a virtual reality, it has to be connected to a computer or a game system or something because it doesn't have all the processing power in the device itself. Um, so right now they're, they're largely peripheral devices. I think that the moment they become, you don't need anything to run this device with. You just need the HoloLens. It, it gets on the web, it does everything, it's your new computer. I think that's where we go. I think that's when it becomes a big deal. But until then, I think that they're gonna be not very popular. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, they could also be used in schools, maybe. I don't know. They think could. About, thinking about doing a lab or something in the HoloLens, I don't know. I think it's such a big jump from where we're at with other technology right now, too, that it's yeah. going to be a tough one. I agree with that. All right. I, even though I think it would be cool, I think it would be a jump in the wrong direction with technology. Because you think, you think we need to be in the real world? Isolated. More? Yeah, I think, we, well, I think we need to be expanding outside of this world because I think well, part of what, part of the documentaries you watch tell us that we've, we're screwing up the planet, and so we need to figure out what we can do for, with that first. But we demand entertainment first and foremost, and that's where the money is. So why would anyone want to do research on saving the planet when it's not going to profit them? Well, Hololens isn't actually primarily being marketed to gamers right now. NASA's already signed up to use it. Um, um, they're marketing it to like um, to like engineers and stuff when they go places. So they're marketing it for other people before gamers. Gamers yeah. is just another thing that you can kind of do with it. Now other vir virtual reality is being marketed primarily to gamers. Um, but but augmented reality, HoloLens especially, is, is going in other directions, I think. Um, our next topic, the console wars. So, by the way, we've been going 36 minutes now, so it hasn't been too terribly long. Uh, we'll, we'll try and get through these next. Do you guys want to do all of the coming topics, or do you want to skip some? We have. Let's skip two. Yeah, don't worry about Solitaire. Yeah, you can skip mine. Okay, then this is. Then we're going to talk about two more, because we're. We'll do yours next week, Jorge, the Solitary Confinement. That's cool. Um, we'll, we'll still talk about Halo 5 really quick. Why? Because I think it's funny. Uh, <laughs> uh, Xbox versus PlayStation. I want to talk about the E3 conferences. I know that you guys didn't see them. One of you was in Honduras doing mission work. The other of you doesn't care. Uh, <laughs> so basically what happened is going into E3, everybody knew that Sony didn't have any exclusive, any any good, I'm sorry, not good, any huge exclusives coming out this fall, whereas Microsoft maybe has its biggest year of exclusives ever. Coming out this fall, they have, um, as an exclusive, Halo 5 comes out in 
October. Then they also have Forza, which is their racing game. Um, Forza 6. And then they also have um, Rise of the Tomb Raider as an exclusive coming out in November. Um, so they have three huge exclusives coming out. Um, they, they actually... I think this is crazy. November is typically when you put your flagship title out as a game company, and they they moved Halo back to October because they wanted to give so much attention to Rise of the Tomb Raider because the reason they did that, of course, is because Sony's big exclusive is um, Uncharted, and so Microsoft is wanting to Trump it. tout that they do have in fact, a game that's very <coughs> similar to Uncharted in a lot of ways. You said it was so good that you bought the Xbox One. That's right. Bought it for Rise of the Tomb Raider. I'm not waiting a year to play that game. It will come out on PlayStation eventually. I promise mm-hmm. that. They haven't said it, but they, whenever people ask the question, <laughs> they just say, it is a timed exclusive. We're not talking about right now how long it's timed. Uh, so, in a year, it's going to come out on PlayStation, but I'm not waiting a year to play that game. That game is awesome. <laughs> that first game, oh man. Change your life, good. I'm all about that Tomb Raider. Anyway, Microsoft comes out, they have this huge press conference, everybody knew they were going to be good because they have all these exclusives coming out. Sony comes in, and they changed, <laughs> somehow, without any exclusives, unanimously, I, from what I've heard and read, unanimously, Sony won the press conference war because <coughs> they did their press conference in a better way. They started with a game called The Last Guardian, which is a game that they first announced eight years ago. Wow. <laughs> it never came out. And, uh, and no, one's known, no one knows where it's been for a long time. And every year people ask about this game because people thought it looked so cool. And finally this year they, they just started the press conference by showing this demo of this game. And everyone freaked out. You said it's called Last Guardian? It's called The Last Guardian. You wouldn't like it, Craig. It's like what a, system were they on eight years ago? PlayStation 3. No. That game hit that... Well, one, yes, because that game <laughs> had an eight-year cycle. That system did. And PlayStation 3? it's been three? two years. We would have been 17. Yeah. PlayStation 3? Was that when we were 17? Yeah. Those huh. those systems had eight-year cycles, Greg. Hmm. Uh, okay. Why wouldn't I like that game? Because it's a Japanese platformer that's story-driven. Yeah, but does the trailer look good? Does the pretty graphics, does the combat look pretty? I'm just well, saying, like, sometimes trailers look appealing to me just because I don't like there's the There's no thing. combat. There's not combat. <coughs> so you're, let, me, let me explain the, dog, the game to you. You are a small Japanese boy. Perfect. Uh, in a city, in a huge, huge city that's been abandoned by, we don't know, by most people. And somehow you found a giant bird dog. That walks around with you, and you try to explore the city with your giant bird dog. Okay, I don't like that game. I like bird dogs. And people were excited about this, huh? Oh, people! People love this game. This is this game has reached mythic status, even though it never came out for so long. Like people are obsessed with the Last Guardian, and they started with it. So this is huge. They start with that. They go into some other stuff. They mention. Um, uh, let's see what else do they have. They have Horizon Zero Dawn, which was personally my game of the show. It looked awesome. It's an open world RPG with robot dinosaurs. Oh, um, yeah, well, like super cool. It's, uh, <laughs> so you fight you fight robot dinosaurs with a bow and arrow. It's super awesome. It looks amazing. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. 
What was that one called? Horizon Zero Dawn. It's a PlayStation exclusive. Um, so they announced it. That's probably not coming out till next year, or at the at the at the soonest. But it might come out 2017. Um, then they announced th- then their second big whammy hit, which was Final Fantasy VII remake. So for years and years, I told Skylar about this last week. For years and years, people have been asking for a Final Fantasy VII remake, and at the PlayStation Experience last fall. They trolled the audience so stinking hard. They came they at the PlayStation Experience just over the screen without any announcement came the logo for Final Fantasy VII, and the room went crazy. Everyone thought it was a remake. And then the guy came out on stage and said, we're happy to announce that we're porting the original Final Fantasy VII to the PlayStation 4. So they were just putting the original game on the PlayStation 4, and everyone was so stinking mad. And because of that, people thought, okay, they're putting it on the PlayStation 4. This is their answer to our outcry. They're never they're never going to remake this game. Well, at this show, they showed a trailer. They're remaking it. They're remaking Final Fantasy VII. Huge, huge announcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, not just remaster, so they're not just up-resing the, the graphics. They're entirely remaking the game. Same story, but like they're, they're going to change combat. Um, they're going to change cinematics. It's going to be totally, totally different. How you play, it's going to be different. Wasn't that one of your favorite RPGs? Yeah, that was the first game I ever beat. Well done. Thank you. So, that one. Anyway, point being, both both groups had really good conferences. Sony, by and large, according to everyone, won the conference of E3, even though they don't have games coming out this fall. So my question is this. Xbox so far has been losing the console race. They both consoles have been doing very very well. Xbox is doing better than either PlayStation 3 or Xbox 360 did up until this point. So it's not like it may be losing significantly to PlayStation 4, but it's not doing poorly by any means. PlayStation is winning by a significant margin. Do you all think that this fall is going to make a difference? Do you all think that the fact that Xbox has so many exclusives coming out that are huge deals, do you think that's going to um, to help them close this gap with Sony? Or does that not matter? Do people still think, does Sony have so much goodwill right now that it doesn't matter what the exclusive are, that the people are still just going to go with Sony because it has so much goodwill? I think it ties back to what you discussed earlier that Xbox is known more for multiplayer games that it creates. And so its ability to pull in more people is greater, you know. Mm. This game I'm playing is awesome. You should come play with me sometime, you know. Yeah. We can meet up online. Whereas with PlayStation, it's a almost a movie reference. Like, yeah, that movie was really good. You should go check it out. So Wait, what? Since PlayStation makes a lot of single player games, oh, okay. it's off oh, on its own. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But with Xbox, they're more likely to pull in large groups of people like sure. our clan is going to start playing this game. We'll switch over to that. But see, I don't think that's true. And my reason for saying that is because this generation has continued that trend of PlayStation is the place where you play really good story-driven games for yourself, single-player. Um, and Xbox is the place where you play multiplayer, Halo, your Call of Duty, your Destiny with your friends type of thing. Um, but 
even though they've maintained that identity for this generation, I think, um, even though that last generation Xbox 360 beat PlayStation 3, but this generation PlayStation 4 is beating Xbox One. So, to me, that's not the reason why people are picking one console over the other. So, I don't know. I, I guess I, I do hear what you're saying, which is that if you're multiplayer-centric, you're going to go Xbox, and if you're single-player-centric, you're going to go PlayStation. I don't think that's true. I think there's a lot of people who had Xbox 360s who went with PlayStation over Xbox. You gotcha. Hmm. Cool. Craig, what do you think? Is it going to matter that they have a lot of exclusives? Or is Xbox just done? <coughs> Tomb Raider's a pretty big deal. It is a big deal. Halo. Halo won't be at the beginning, but I think it has the potential to be something better than it, than any, than really the last, like, two Halos. Um, Why do you think that? Um, honestly, Skyler's the one who told me he, he saw a little bit of a clip of it, and they have like a 12v12, <clears throat> and you, you fight like the environment, and it adds an element to the game that honestly I didn't see coming. It's a, they take, yeah, it's a, it's called Warzone, it's 12v12, there's also AI in there, so there's also like, um, elites, there's also like elites and other stuff running around in the midst of that. And it has MOBA elements in it. So there's like there's objectives you're trying to complete. So there's like cores and stuff you're trying to destroy. And when you do that, you get points which allow you to either purchase weapons or purchase vehicles. <clears throat> That's kind of like how Titanfall was. Yeah, to some degree. Except Titanfall, the AI in Titanfall was meant to be stupid for you to just feel cool yeah, when you kill them. But this AI, AI is dumb. this AI can kill you. Like this AI is really hard. Well, in that game, AI could kill you if you didn't see him, but otherwise they were very weak and very easy to kill. They have some light AI, too, though, right? Yeah, they, they look yeah, like they have some they light have. stuff. Certainly. They have they have what they call bosses as well, which you can mm. just go and you kill and you get tons of points. But in doing that, you probably have to bring your friends so you have to leave <laughs> your base and someone can take your base. And so it just seems way more strategic and way really, really cool. Uh, that does sound really fun. Yeah. So Craig, you're excited about Halo Five? Uh, yeah, actually I am. Um, overall, because Halo Four was literally just Halo. They did nothing special other than updates and graphics. They did change it. Halo Four people didn't like the multiplayer, and its its multiplayer dropped off super fast. It felt the same to me. It felt the, like Halo. The difference the difference was you got to pick what your loadout was. So there's a, that's the difference between what they call arena, <coughs> arena multiplayer, and uh, and like a Call of Duty multiplayer. Well, it all still felt the same. Yeah. Nothing big enough to me changed to make me feel like they did something worth saying they had a big accomplishment. So, how do you feel about the cooperative four-player uh, campaign? Like each, I, did you do you know about that? Uh, what do you mean? So, in, like, previous the, games? The plot of, no, the, the plot this of this thing. game is that you're, you're playing as two groups of Spartans. You're not just playing as Master Chief. There's another Spartan you're playing as called Locke. Uh, so, Spart Master Chief, for some re reason, has gone AWOL and everyone's hunting him. And he has some of his old Spartan friends. Think of it, 
in my head I'm imagining the movie Red but with Master Chief so it's like Bruce Willis and Morgan Freeman and all of his buddies are together and they're all running around and you're playing as that group but then you're also playing as the group of Spartans hunting them which is Locke's group and there's four Spartans versus four Spartans and um, sounds like a terrible story honestly that sounds like a great story what are you talking about it sounds really dumb to me why is that sound really dumb? pumped about the story if you watch the trailer you might you, based like on your more. description without any video that sounds super dumb to me but yeah. why because it sounds like <laughs> Master Chief was made to look bad and I bet he's totally fine that's true that's a good story so someone has done something to make Master Chief look like he did something he probably didn't do okay. that doesn't it still doesn't yeah, but so, they're doing that. Then again, Halo player. 4 was a terrible storyline. No, <laughs> Halo 4 had a great story. No, what are you talking not. about? I actually watched Halo 4's and it was not good. Oh, man. That story, <laughs> I don't know what's... This is... Well, you Talk. also thought Spider-Man 3 was better than Amazing Spider-Man 3. It was better! Objectively better! Don't, don't cry. Audience, a tear rolled down his eye. That's okay, his dog was looking it up. Don't, my dog's not here right now. Gross. Alright, we won't talk about the last two topics. So it sounds like, so bad. anyway, but what it sounds like, Craig, that you were saying is that Halo 5 and Tomb Raider are a big deal. You think those can make a difference? <coughs> Halo will be a big deal, I feel like. Coming out in the beginning, I doubt they'll release enough to make it appealing. Um, but I think world, word will spread that they did something different. different. Yeah. Um, I don't know. They've already got a lot of good... Uh, well, Master Chief Collection, they have a lot of bad will. But <laughs> they do have good will because they just announced that all all of the DLC that comes out for Halo 5 will be free. All the maps. Good. But there are microtransactions. Do you know what those are? Yeah, small in-game purchases. Yeah, you can like buy cosmetic upgrades, they said. As long as it's just cosmetic, that's fine. Because Marvel Heroes does that, and I still like Marvel Heroes. Um, but what Evolve does is terrible. Where you buy characters? Yeah, that's stupid. That's so stupid. The game is already $60. Yeah, but theirs was overpriced, too, which was part of the problem. It was like, pay an extra $40 for four characters. Yeah, it wasn't even like... Well, even, I even heard for Super Smash Brothers, they released three new characters... And they were all like seven dollars a piece, and that's Halo price or not Halo Evolve prices on characters. Yeah, except for the monster in Evolve, which was like fifteen like or like yeah, five. something. It's one person still. I don't understand. <laughs> so, uh, <coughs> but don't worry, I bought all the hunters like an idiot, and we never we only I only played that with those hunters. I probably played three times, and then I haven't played it since. They just announced four new characters that are coming out for uh, Evolve. Evolve. I bet I won't get them. Time to get back in, Craig. No. Time to get back in, Craig. Well, have anyone who plays video games with me anymore? No one. Literally no one plays video games with me. Maybe so. you should have gotten a PlayStation so you could play your Uncharted. I know how much you like Uncharted. Oh, yeah. I'm all about that story. <laughs> I would and rapidly tap all the buttons and tell And you could play The Last Guardian with your little Japanese boy and the bird dog. I'm gonna look up the bird dog. If it Craig, I'm awesome, telling I'm you, there is a zero percent chance that game looks appealing to you. What is that other one called? Horizon of the Dawn Zero.com. <laughs> Horizon Zero <laughs> Dawn. <laughs> Horizon Zero. Yeah, Last Guardian. Listen, this is this is like ninety percent of that trailer. Is this little boy walking along a plank, going, "Ada, doito, 
That and he just awesome. does that over and over again, and the dog just kind of looks at him and walks over to where he is. I don't understand why that game, why people are so excited about that game. So is it very similar to Viva Pinata? Oh hell, I would I would say it has about zero percent in common with Viva Pinata. Hmm. That can't be true. It's probably got something. God, it's Viva Pinata is based on pinata animals, and there's a bird dog. So. Is Viva Pinata a three D platformer? <laughs> Um, Do you know? Is it like Mario sixty four? Mm. <laughs> mm, good, good thought to end on. All right, everybody, thanks for joining us. This was our new uh, structure. We may change it again. Who knows? We'll see how we like it, and then we will be back. Not maybe next week. We'll see. Okay, bye.